0: or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: Hello there, and welcome to the Cultivating Herspace podcast, live Herspace chat on Spotify Green Room. I'm Terry Lomax, speaker, author, brand strategist, and one half of the Cultivating Herspace podcast, which has new episodes every single Friday and bonus video content for each episode on Patreon every Thursday night. You can find us on most platforms where podcasts are played. And if you listen on Spotify, you can get our exclusive after show in app every single week. Now, if you'd like to start your own podcast and you're interested in making multiple streams of income and you need some guidance, you can join me for my free podcasting masterclass at podcastwithterry.com. Now, if you are tuning in live, be sure to click the area below Ask to Speak and drop a heart in the discussion tab if you're ready for the discussion. And if you're catching the replay of this conversation, don't be shy. Join us every Friday at 1 30 p.m. Pacific time, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time on Green Room, where you can converse with us or chat live in the discussion tab. You can visit Spotify.com slash Green Room to download the app, and it is available on Android and iPhone, and it's free. Now, today we are having a juicy, juicy conversation, no pun intended, okay? We're talking about Netflix's sex life series. All right. And we're just going to process some of the things that we've noticed together. So get ready. Get ready.
0: All right. Hey there, everyone. This is Dr. Dom here from the other half of the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Before we dive into this juicy discussion, we do want to go over a few housekeeping tips. So while we know that this is a live show, we want to prioritize the listening experience for everyone. And so we want to make sure that when you are in this room, that if we do ask you to speak, that you do speak from a quiet environment and that you refrain from self-promoting and that instead anything that you offer Is related to the content that we are discussing for the day, and that you let folks connect with you and reach out to you organically. You want to remember that givers gain. And so now we are going to dive right in. So today, we normally start off with a quote of the day, but today, we don't need a quote because this particular show speaks for itself. Sex life. One more time, sex life. I think just the title is, is, is our quote.
1: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that, Dom. And for those of you that have not heard of the show because we did do a poll on our instagram at her space podcast and it was kind of half and half half people were like yeah oh my gosh i watched it it was crazy and then the others were like no like what's going on so just a very brief overview um it's a series on netflix called sex life right and it depicts a suburban mother of two and it takes us on this fantasy charge trip down memory lane that threatens her marriage to the perfect, air quote, husband, and reignites her passion-filled relationship with her bad boy ex. And it brought up a lot for a lot of people. When we did this poll, it was definitely one of our most, uh, I want to say, viewed Instagram stories. Everyone in our friend group has been talking about it. So we're like, you know what? Let's have the conversation. I will say there's so much that we can cover on this topic. We're not going to be able to dive into everything. But we're just going to touch on things that we've noticed that are noteworthy to us. So if we miss something, don't judge us. There's so much that we can cover. Also, we're not here to necessarily judge. I I know some people were very triggered by the things that they saw. So we're just here to have a conversation about what we've noticed. And I think first, what we should start off with is what others have been saying about the show from our our network. So Dom, you want to take it over and just talk a bit about what have they been talking about (laughs) in these internet streets about sex life?
0: Yes. So people have been saying how they relate to it, right? How they have experienced marriage concerns or they have experienced issues of fantasizing about an ex, right? Or the life that could have been, right? But then also people are commenting, offering their opinions and judgments on the decision making that happened for each person throughout the se- the series, right, or the season, and to me, you know, when I look at what people are saying, I think that it's fascinating, right? That like they they're wanting us to talk about it. That so many of our folks who are who responded to our Instagram threads were saying. Yes, we need to dive into a conversation about sex and marriage and and what life looks like, right? And I think the thing that I want us to start off with or that we can start off with is this idea of not feeling fulfilled in your marriage. So there's two pieces, right? So the one piece of not feeling fulfilled in your marriage, but then the second piece of is marriage about safety and or can you have it all? So I know I think I just threw out three different things that we could talk about because <laughs> the show just has so much, right? Like I started off just now with just one thing and then I was like, no, wait, I want to add this and I I want to add this. And I feel like that was everyone's experience as they were watching it of throughout every episode. There were multiple things that you could process or that you maybe you related to.
1: I would agree with that. And I I know we had a lot of listeners chime in about different things that we could discuss, but again, we, our time is limited, so we can't dive into everything, but I think it will be neat for us to talk about what we liked about the show. So I'll go ahead and have, I mean, there's so much that I did like about it and there were some areas for improvement, but I'll go ahead and dive into what I liked, Dom, and I'd love to hear your feedback on what you liked about the show overall. Um, so I really loved seeing that the main, the main character, her best friend is a black woman named Sasha, Sasha. and I really loved that they showcased this highly successful black woman who had her PhD. She had a book and she was sexually confident. She was a free woman. And I think that a lot of times we already know this double standard where a man, man, he can go out and have sex with all these women. It's like, oh, he'll play a hit, man, whatever, whatever. But when a woman does, it's like, oh, she a ho, she a freak, she this, she that. And it's like, Sasha owned her sexuality. And yeah, she was getting it popping. She was getting it in, but there's no judgment. Hey, DJ Joe, joining us live again. Thank you for showing up. And so we're talking about Sex Life, right? Netflix's series here. And I love that they depicted this Black woman in this empowering way. I thought that was really dope. The other thing, oh, mm-hmm. go ahead now.
0: I was going to say, I found myself conflicted about her, right? Tell me why, why? So, well, one, I mean, I could easily relate to her in the sense that I'm a Black woman with a PhD in psychology and taught at or teach at a university, right? But then, and so I could appreciate them depicting her in that way. But then I found myself a little bit torn on, I love how they allowed her to, like you said, confidently and freely explore her sexuality. But then my next thought after, right after that was, Oh man, but I wonder what it would have been like if she had been the married woman exploring her issues with her husband because I I I found myself a little like upset that it feels like in in shows like this that the black woman who's the white woman's sidekick is the one who is single. And it made me concerned about the narrative that gets placed out there to the world about black women. Right. So, I, yeah. So I was I was conflicted because I was like, go on ahead, Sasha, get get <laughs> yours. But wait, writers, can we get a show where the ro- the women are flipped?
1: girl, you hit the nail on the head. I agree with everything you just said. I think that is a great point. And I would definitely, feel, I didn't, I don't know if I, um. maybe I did sense that, but maybe it didn't come consciously for me. Maybe, maybe it was like hanging out in my subconscious. But that is a very good point, Dom. It's like, why should I be the sidekick? Also, I do want to know, we're going to try our best not to share any spoilers. Okay. So uh, if you haven't watched, don't feel like you have to stop listening because we're going to try our best not to do that. And if we do, Dom, just like give me the eye, so I know to be quiet. <laughs> the other thing that I really liked is that the show portrayed a woman who's a woman who was sexually unfulfilled, right? Because I think that a lot of times in real life, Dom, because we know we, we're women, right? And we have friends. I, In my experience, I feel like many of the women that I know have high sex drives, and yes. some, okay, some have been unfulfilled in real life, and I think oftentimes there's this misconception that, or maybe it's a stereotype that men are always the ones that want more sex and are unfulfilled. When it's like, ah, uh-uh, we try and get a papa too. Like we're not always pleased to. We're not just like showing up. Like, oh man, I have to have sex again. Some of us are excited about sex, right? And I think that it did a really good job of showing a woman or a relationship where the woman was unfulfilled because I think that narrative isn't necessarily shared often what do you think about that one Dom?
0: yes I love that and I love that how it played out in this narrative that everything is not as it seems right that they're in a space where they are on to the outside world it looks as if they have everything picture perfect right and that what they have is what everyone else should be aiming for so like relationship and couples goals but under the surface the real is that she is the one who is unfulfilled and I was here for it. I was totally here to see how she was exploring that, that process, mm-hmm. because I agree with you that there are a lot of women who are unfulfilled, not just in their marriages but in in romantic and sexual relationships in general. And we could have a whole other conversation about what leads into that what's the cause of that like patriarchy and all of that misogyny all of that right conversation for another day but I truly appreciated that this show allowed that woman to explore what it means to be unfulfilled in your marriage and what that really looks like when the perception or the expectation is that you should be happy yes
1: yes 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 tom you preaching i love it and i do want to shout out doctor a doctor i want to shout out dj joe who's tuning in live who said maybe it's because most men don't realize a sexual experience starts way before the act okay yes
0: okay yes
1: that is so true, and so here's the other thing. I also love that it highlighted female sexual pleasure a lot more than other shows. So you see foreplay, right? You see the foreplay. Yes. You see the female masturbation, which I think was also. It was nice to be able to see that on screen. Um, you see oral sex where the right. females getting pleasure, and then you know we got to talk about. I think it was C- oh, uh, yeah. episode episode three. Episode three. Episode yeah. three. Ooh, oh yes. yes. Episode three. Full male nudity. Where you at? Where you at though? We don't see that often, and we no, we always see really... the, the woman's body parts, right? We always see our body parts parts on screen, but to see the male body on screen, I was like, yes, show some penises on the screen, come on now, yes, yes, come I'm on. here for and that. Lots of male yes. booty booty shots, and all that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yes,
0: yes, I I appreciated that as well, like that. I think what that does is that normalizes female sexuality and sensuality right that normalizes female desire and what it means for for women female-bodied people to have pleasure to seek pleasure and the various ways in which they can do it because if you, if you watch all eight episodes you you get a full sense of what that is like for a woman to truly explore her her sexuality and her sensuality. You know, another thing that I loved about this show is the portrayal of what it looks like, the various ways in which you can engage in sexual activity, right? Mm-hmm it's not vanilla at the term that folks yeah. use. It's not, it's okay. not vanilla at not all. At all.
1: <laughs> not even a little bit. Okay. Not and at to, all. Piggyback, to piggyback off uh, that Dom, the other thing that was really cool to see was performance anxiety from a male's perspective, because I think that's also something that's realistic that we don't really see in shows. Right. Or even if you watch porn, you don't really see like, Oh, this guy, you know, he might be struggling to get it up or whatever it might be. So I think that, that also sets a realistic expectation for men who might be tuning in where it's like, Oh, I can, they may not say it out loud, but it's like, Oh, I can relate to him because I had that experience. And honestly, that's okay. That's normal. Especially depending on your age, your diet, just how you are living your life. Right. Or even, I don't know, is it hereditary too? I don't know. I would assume so. It might
0: be. It might might be. be, Right. Yeah. But I think that's also
1: good to portray.
0: Exactly. That to normalize that men aren't, all like that not all men are these sex gods right and that and again going you know just to clarify that vanilla sex or vanilla engagement of sexual activity is not the only way in which yeah. married people can engage in sexual activity
1: yep Now, Dom, you know, as a new mom, I love the breastfeeding scenes. I love the pumping. I love Mm that, you know, at one point, the main character, Billy, was hand expressing in the bathroom. And because that's the journey that I'm, wow not saying I hand express in the bathroom, but because I'm a new mom and I'm experiencing a lot of this stuff, as far as the breastfeeding journey, it was nice to see that. Like at one point she had leaky boobs out in public and, you know, she was, um, (laughs) she like leaked through her shirt and someone was like, Hey, you're leaking. she's like, Oh my gosh. So normalizing the breastfeeding journey. I think that is so important. And I love to see that because it made me feel seen because i'm on this new journey and to see this mom who's up and she's breastfeeding her new baby and she's going through all these things that was pretty dope um and the last thing i'll say before we dive into anything else about like maybe what we didn't like and improvements i would say um the complexities of a woman who has a great life and a great husband but wanting more i think that a lot of folks girl if you look at the reviews i think it was like um what was it? Is it Rotten Tomatoes? They were. It was like five point five reviews. There were a lot of people that were like super triggered by this, and I'm like, yes, Billy may have gone about her actions in a um a, a way that was maybe not as ethical as we would have wanted to see, right? Or maybe her moral compass was definitely compromised, or it was questionable. But her feelings were valid. Like it's okay for you to come to grips with your truth. And if you're in a relationship, a long-term relationship or any relationship, and you find that you're unfulfilled, you're finding that, you know, your sex life may not be what you want it to be. Your partner might be an amazing parent. They might be an amazing partner. They might do everything else that you want them to do. But if you're not fulfilled in that way, it's okay for that to be your truth. And I feel like a lot of people were shunning her like, oh, she had the perfect man. Why couldn't she just be happy? Well, let me tell you in real life, there's lots of people that can resonate with that, right? There's one aspect of your relationship where you are not fulfilled and you shouldn't be shamed or guilted because you feel that way. Cause you're a human being and those are your feelings are valid. Now the way you go about it is a whole nother story. That's a
0: whole nother story. Yes. You are. I think that communication is key in those situations, right? That like it is important. Well, first it's important to be attuned with self and, know what it is that you want. So, I think that the the character Billy wouldn't have been able to note or identify that she was unfulfilled if she hadn't had other experiences to know what it's like to feel fulfilled, right? If she hadn't had experiences where she learned to masturbate and pleasure herself, right? If she hadn't had experiences where she was allowed to explore her sexuality in ways that made her feel safe, made her feel excited and turned on. So having had those experiences, she was, she was then able to say Or to identify that that what what wasn't working for her. Right. And then from there. That's when it's up to you, the person to communicate with their partner. And if you watch the series, you see the issues where that you see the issues with that.
1: Now, Dom, that takes me to what I, what I think could have been improved or what I didn't like, because Billy never communicated to her husband initially about her past. And I'm like, right. how are you going to have all these desires, but you don't communicate to him? And Cooper, he, her husband, he was down to try stuff. So like, exactly. y'all could have actually been okay if you would have sought out counseling initially. If you would have told him, yes. like, babe, I'm feeling this type of way. Like, I'm having these desires. You could have gotten somewhere, but you kept it to yourself. It was hidden. It was this big secret. So you- don't know what the relationship could have been because you didn't even communicate it so I think that's something that could have been improved upon and something we can learn from the show transparency and communication is key because you want your relationship to work right and we don't know yeah how that could have turned out what about you anything else you were like "Mm, I don't like that
0: well see I think the thing that you bring up about the communication like really says to us that couples to me stresses the importance of couples therapy. Oh yes. And and marriage counseling and what that really looks like and having that from the beginning, right? So you have that premarital therapy and depending on what your how you choose to engage in your with your partner, you may have couples therapy before you get to that point of marriage. And then you continue at various points as needed to have couples therapy to ensure that your relationship is in the space that you want it to be.
1: Absolutely. I'm a huge fan of couples therapy therapy just in general, Dom. And I will say in closing that I think that we you know, the the question was posed. Can you have it all right? Can you have stability and safety along with passion and thrill? And I think you can, I think yes. it depends on who you are. It depends on who you are and what you want and what you desire. Cause I know some people who enjoy vanilla sex and that's their thing. And, and if you and your partner and there's nothing wrong with that. if that's what y'all like and that's what, that's what you do, do your thing. Do your thing. <laughs> no, no shame. Like you right. may be fulfilled, but another person might have a different desire. So I think it depends. I think that, um, we also learned that it's much easier for you to teach someone to be a good lover than it is to teach someone to be a good person or a good partner, because although Billy's husband may not have been as sexually experienced as she was, you may be able to teach someone possibly, right? It, it, depending on who you are, or what you like, but Brad, her ex, her bad boy ex, he had trouble with commitment and he was, he was putting her through mm-hmm. the works and you can't necessarily teach someone those things about character right and about those different aspects of being a good partner um not all the time at least So i think those were just some of the learnings again there's so much that we could have dove into as it relates to the conversation but these are some of the key points that came up for us anything else don that you might want to cover
0: no i think we covered it all i mean i i can't stress enough both of us have pointed this out that Communication, honesty, authenticity, transparency, all of those things are key in a healthy relationship. And of course, you know, therapy. I'm, I'm a therapy. huge, huge, huge proponent of therapy. So thank all of you for tuning into this conversation, whether you are catching the replay or you are tuning in live. We appreciate you for being here. Thank you to all the folks who engaged with us in the chat as we were having this live recording. You can always find the replay of this green room chat on the Cultivating Her Space podcast next Monday. And you can find us here, same time, same place, next Friday. That's 1.30 p.m. Pacific, 4.30 p.m. Eastern.